my hair. Sup, bitches, and welcome to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches Podcast. What's up? What's up? <laughs> welcome back to this week's episode. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but it's oh, right. Yes. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. How are you? Yeah, legit. How's everyone doing? How are you doing, Randy? How like, is it going? Uh, <laughs> it's Don't ask. It's, it was, it's been a rough, like, couple of weeks, but doing some inner work and, like, just acceptance and releasing and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, the last two days have been pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I have been like up and down, like it, I actually would say I was on, I'm an upward trend right now. And I think it's because like that freedom convoy heading to uh, or Ottawa um, and then like big brands or big names catching it and saying their support, seeing the support from around the world. It's just like really inspiring hmm. um, because I live for a rebel and I also live for like the unity that can be found in that like I just dream of a world that really is like peaceful and this will tie in actually great to this episode I do dream of a world that's more peaceful but alas we would never grow if everything was freaking rainbows and love all the time so it's still nice to dream though right it is it is so that's been inspiring. And I just, I don't know, I just had some like kind of revelations recently. So I just kind of feel like I'm like getting, getting places. Good. Yeah. That's good. That's exciting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Awesome. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking today? Soul contracts and like conscious coupling but also I feel like it also ties in with like soul tribes and friends and all of the stuffs surrounding that yeah what is my what is this just dancing yeah (laughs) what's happening right now (laughs) ah too funny (laughs) yes yeah so I guess like what inspired my end of this is because I do like I have a off like a session offering that is about like reading soul contracts and in my personal life and in my healing journey like more and more is coming out about soul contracts and relationships and I've had a lot of questions about them actually lately so it just feels like the time to speak about these things so might as well dedicate a podcast episode to it because why not exactly Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I don't even know where to start. Do you want to talk about like conscious coupling or do you want me to start with contracts? I think we'll start with contracts because that's kind of kind of lead into everything else I find. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess just to jump right into the good stuff. So to give you my base level definition of it is when we come to the incarnation game, it doesn't matter if you're on planet earth or whatever your role is or you're doing it's a school. It's literally a place of lessons and growth and experience. Because as a soul, we are, we have access when we're not incarnated, we have access to every piece of information that exists through like libraries. Um, the Akashic Records are a resource and it's like the cosmos Akashic Records. So we can reach research and study and do all this stuff all day, every, every day. But at the end of the day, we hear, we read a definition about courage, right? But we don't know what it actually feels like to be faced with an, a, a fear that would push us into our courage. We just can understand it conceptually. So then guess what? We're curious as fuck. And we're like, oh shit, I want to try out, see how courageous I really am. And we start crafting the plan. You know, I'm going to incarnate in this world because I feel that would evolve me best. I'm going to have to be faced with some sort of fear or opportunity so that I can be pressed into my courage or pressed into my deepest, darkest place and pull myself out of it. 
So you kind of know what storyline you want to play in that, in that incarnation. And now you have to hire your cat, the other members of the play. Who's going to hurt you? Who's going to scare you? And who's going to be your support team while you guys evolve and feel what courage is? And guess what? Every single one of those roles is cast by a soul that you trust and love. It's not random. Absolutely no one in your life is random. So when I'm reading about soul contracts, it's like, which role did you cast this soul to play in your life? And sometimes it's for better, sometimes it's for worse. But at the end of the day, it's always a loving contract. It just doesn't always appear like love while we're here. And it gets endlessly more complicated from there. Love it. Yeah. It's just like, I go, yeah, you go. I I go back and forth between, God, I want to know what my soul contract is with everybody around me to, you know what, bitch, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't know why the fuck you're here. And I don't want to know why you're teaching me this right now. Cause I am just done with you. (laughs) You know, like I'm just, uh, Uh, And, but then there's some people who I'm just like, okay, where is this coming from? Where is this connection? Because what the fuck? I've had a few of those where I'm just like, what is your deal? How is this thing? Why would we sign up for this? Yep. And like this, it's uh, people, when they ask about their soul contracts, obviously ask about their like immediate loved ones, you know, their, their kids, their partners. And then usually those people that they have this really bizarre, like sexual chemistry or tension with, (laughs) and they're like, what the fuck was that? And uh, yeah, nobody really asks about people that they hate or have beef with, or have these kind of abusive, manipulative stories with, but yeah. Even the manipulators. Those are the ones I'm more interested in. Eh, whatever my family, sure, whatever. Don't really need that. I want to know the weird shit. Like, why, why, why are we having this beef? Why, why do you hate me so much this time? Why did we sign up for that? That's where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So, and it's like every single one of them is a contract. And I mean, I always try to explain to people too with contracts we have these beautiful plans of how everything's going to take place. And then obviously we still always have free will. So sometimes the contracts get executed perfectly. Other times they're on the hot mess express, but that doesn't, when I say a contract is going well or unwell, I mean, according to the plan you had, because contracts are created to cause us pain, to evolve us and to actually be supportive and love us. And ironically, I can't say that it's, it's not, there's nothing in absolutes. Everything I say to you today, everything we say to you today about contracts is not hundred percent of the time. This is the rule. There are, we're very diverse and we can never just be like hundred percent of the time. This is what happens. There's no such thing as absolutes. That's why I always tell my clients don't speak in absolutes. It's not, it's not a real thing. Exactly. Exactly. Very limiting. Yes. And like over time, I'm recently starting to see like maybe the people that hurt us the most actually did the the most noble thing mm-hmm. out of the essence of love that they were going to willingly know that they hurt you and that there would be bad blood there, but it will ultimately often lead to some of your biggest growths and breakthroughs. So like it's in essence, a really, really honorable thing for people to do, even though that's super hard to admit when there's someone we just fucking hate (laughs) or they just ruined our life you know but uh, it's all just a show to learn and grow so yeah I guess that's like base the basic definition of soul contracts indeed you know what I this is just a side tangent but it's something I've been thinking about probably for the last two weeks no longer than that probably the last month and Because for a while there, I was remembering past lives left, right, and center. And you know what? I don't like knowing my past lives. Mm -hmm. Like they're interesting on one hand, but on the other, I'm like, okay, you're just fucking me up more in this life. 
And, you know, I need to figure out this life shit. Why, why, why am I, you know, distracting myself even more? Cause it feels like a distraction. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and I go back and forth on this too. Cause sometimes I'm just insanely curious and I'm like, what is this? But for the most part lately, I'm like, you know what? We're not going to do meditations to try and remember them. But if they come up, well, you know, it is what it is. But no hypnosis, no, you know, just deal with your own, <laughs> deal with your shit in this lifetime. How about? Uh... It's, it's so interesting. I actually just got off the phone with like a mentor of mine before we started recording. And I will share this with you because it's odd that it came up. So she told me. That, and I think you're the opposite of me, mm. which it was, of course, right? Of course, she's because like, we usually are. Yeah. She's like, you have this beautiful ability to zoom out like massively and see the inner workings of everything. She's like, so when I say this to you, this is not a critique because it is your gift to be able to do that. She's like, do you have birds that follow you around? And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, because your totem is like a bird because you can see everything. Birds out of you. But she said in the earth world, everything exists on a polarity. We can't just only be good at the bird's eye view. We have to be able to go into the minutia and just sit with our shit and our feelings and like feel it and witness it. And then what is it teaching us and move on? And like, that's your specialty. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh my God, that is why Randy and I are in this collaboration because I'm the bird's eye view and you're like, let's sit in our shit. And I think according to what she said, she said that the healing journey, you need to be able to do both. Otherwise we get lost in our puddle of sludge and we don't see what the reason or the purpose of any of that shit is because we can't zoom out. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I'm like doing the avoidance dance, right? I'm like, I don't want to feel that way anymore. I'd rather just be a bird flying free up here. And she's like, yeah, you got to go sit in your shit. (laughs) I don't want to. I know, but I don't want to hear that. Yeah. But I mean, same can be said. So I don't know. And she basically alluded to, she's like, if something comes up, because I was getting sick of looking at my past lives, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, I don't want to look at this anymore. Like I get it. And then it just kept coming up. And she's like, if it comes up, it's trying to tell you something. And I was like, okay. So that's fascinating piece. And it's not my advice. It is advice from my teacher. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, it's funny that it came up like that. That is funny. That is funny. I love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. So for like- those of them out there, those of them, I'm like, those of you, just rude, them. Mm-hmm. But people who are at home listening to us sitting there going, well, okay, I know what a soul contract is, but like, how does it help me to know what it is? Should I know what it is? What if I remember it? What if I don't remember it correctly? How do I know this? What would you suggest? So I always tell people, if you're coming to get a soul contract reading, it is literally just for funsies. This information is not to make... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that just struck a chord. That's so cute. I know. This I, reading is just for fun. When was the last time like, you said that for funsies? Oh my God. I love that word. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I say it's just for fun and it's to hopefully provide you with some clarity. But I specifically say this is absolutely 100% not to be used to make future decisions about fucking anything Mm. because it's just a parameter or a structure. And at the end of the day, your happiness and fulfillment in life and like loving yourself is fundamentally where we want, we want to go that way. So the helpful part about it is, is it like, it starts to like click dots together you know, someone really hurt me or like, why was I married to this person and had two kids with them? And then we went through this betrayal and like, what was that about? And I'll be like, okay, well, this was your guys's arrangement. And it was to teach you this hard lesson of patience or whatever it is. And then people are always like, oh, fuck, yeah. Or what am I in? What, why is this person my child? What is our relationship? And all like almost always not, mm, I would say like, 85% of the time, the child's actually coming in to teach the parents something and the parents just there to keep them alive while the teaching is taking place. <laughs> like, um, but things can change if the lesson isn't learned. Right. Yeah. So 
it's just something to help connect dots, like lift up a little bit of clarity. You know, um, lots of people have really interesting relationships with their parents and our parents are our first abusers. They are the first people that will re-traumatize all of our shadow elements from previous lives or whatever. And it's like, you know, one of the things that they do for us in order to evolve us. And unfortunately, they just hit it real when we're really young, make it nice and spicy for the rest of our life. And we're like, fuck, you're just like, fuck. But when you can see the contract, because I don't know people and their relationships from anything else. And you're like, oh, you know, that's why my mom was such an asshole. Or, you know, that's why my dad wasn't around or whatever it is. And it's like, it just gives that clarity um, to things. And then so one of my biggest teachings with soul contracts is it's like, if you're someone that has this fear of like abandonment or being a left alone or that you don't matter, you start to see these, these cycles repeat. And you're like, I'm never alone. This person has incarnated with me from ground zero and they're still here. Like, even though our relationship is tumultuous or, you know, um, they abandoned me, you're like, well, you're going to see them again. Like, this is just a show. This is like the movie of Kayla and Randy's life or whatever. And it's like, these are the crew members we've hired. And it's like, as soon as we die, it's like, oh, we get to party because we, we completed that performance. And then they're like, should we, should we do another one? Do you guys want to go for an encore? Yeah. And we just do that over and over and over again. So it's just like kind of peaceful in a way. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this today and it'll come up with that conscious coupling is like over lockdowns, uh, like everyone's kind of been stuck with their partners and their kids. And we really had a chance to actually look at those relationships. And I find there's lots of people kind of struggling. They're like, fuck, is this really what I want? You know? And, and there was a lot of divorces and separations. Hey, yes. And we live in a world now where it's like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and all these things. We can see the perfect, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, you know, the perfect picture of everything. And we're like, well, I don't have that. I don't have that. Yeah. And it's like, well, are you supposed to though? Because if you were married to someone that was your perfect polarity and everything was always beautiful and peachy and filled with love, A, you would get fucking bored and B, you wouldn't learn anything. No. Does that mean you should settle for less than you're worth? Absolutely not. But how do you know where you're at? How do you know which one it is? I still don't know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Cause I, I just kind of goes back to our twin flame thing. It's like twin flames aren't meant to connect here because you're two halves of the same soul. So you literally, you might complete each other, but you don't learn anything. Because mm -hmm. guess what? You're coming back on a hundred percent. You know? Yeah. I still have like a weird thing with twin flames. I, I'm, I can't speak in absolutes because I used to totally reject the idea of that someone's our other half. But I read a contract for someone and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Is this really a twin flame? Because lots of people ask about their twin flames and it's actually just a soulmate connection. Um, but this one person, I was like, yeah, I don't know what that was. Maybe that was the real twin flame thing. And like, I just don't understand. I know about fractals. There's a whole bunch of fractals out there. I don't know if we're in the same incarnation, but I would probably guess that we would be. So fractals make sense. That's literally you. It's not your other half. It's literally a piece of your consciousness tuned into that world and you're tuned into this one. Mm -hmm. So like, do you want to date yourself as a fractal? Like, fuck no, that is really weird. And you aren't supposed to meet, but there's not just one other fractal. There's probably like fucking millions of you in this life, other lives, because Dimensions. time isn't real. No. So every single one of your lives is happening right here, right now. That doesn't mean only one person, like it doesn't mean that there's 49 of you, right? There's just, you're just tapped all of you. All like, I don't want to say all of you. I imagine it like you have your higher conscious and then it just sticks out pieces of itself into all these different experiences to learn very, very quickly. So yeah, there's like a bunch of you out there. You're just tuned into this channel or this dimension right now, living this experience. 
And is a twin flame when you accidentally bump into another incarnation of you? Like, I feel like that would disrupt something. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I heard, I've heard, like, see, this is where it gets really confusing because our minds are so, like, limited. But I also have read that, like, if, so, oh, my God. So there's different incarnations, right? So you accidentally bump into the male version of you who's trying to live a different experience, right? But there's also different versions of me, Kayla, in this incarnation, living out different timelines. And you can't bump into a different version of your current incarnation. It's like a vacuum. If you guys switch dimensions, you get sucked into theirs and they get sucked into yours. So you'll never like meet other versions of your current incarnation. But can you meet other versions of other incarnations? Are we all, is there more of me here on this planet right now? I don't know. Do you ever wonder so if that's behind I, doppelgangers? Yeah, I know. Is that, is that where it comes from? Or, you know, you see someone and yeah, you're like, that fucking guy reminds me of my friend. Or they're like, like oh, they're similar. Or they're like, oh, I met someone who looks exactly like you, but you never, ever, like you could be with your friends on the street walking down. Oh my God, that person looks exactly like you. And you turn around and they're just gone. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, what? What are you talking about? It's almost like you just cannot exist in the same fucking yeah. moment. I, know, I love like, shit like this. It gets me all like fascinated. But it just like busts my brain up. I'm like, this is too much for me at this time of day. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but but I, I don't really know. So when we're looking at contracts and past lives, I don't think the answer is like, I have to know everything. It's just like connecting the dots, right? So when you do an Akashic record reading or a soul reading, like only what you need to know right now that will help you right now is what's going to come up. Yeah. So the goal, I don't think, is to know and understand everything. Otherwise, we would have that awareness coming into these lives. But it's just fun, a fun kind of thing to look at. And sometimes it helps you forgive, too. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, that person really hurt me, but it led to a greater evolution and it was part of a, a greater plan. And you're like, oh, neat. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, it's just it's a strange thing, though. It's contracts so that yeah. kind of brings me to what hmm how am I going to bring this into because there's conscious coupling where we kind of are conscious about who we choose I don't want to make it just about relationships like romantic relationships because yes there's there's a lot of people I find these days consciously choosing to couple or uncouple with people and not only romantically but friendships and things like that and I don't on one hand I get it like I get why you know but then I think are you shutting out certain contracts then by consciously doing it and missing out on certain lessons do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is where this shit gets so hairy. Hey, mm -hmm. you're just like, yeah, there's a contract. Are we terminating it too early? Are we supposed to live in misery? Like the answer for misery is definitely no. It's, it gets really, it's just so, this is where we don't know. That's why I say with soul contracts, it's like, we can never get to the freaking bottom of this because it's like, we still have free will. Mm -hmm. We're still here. We're here to have hard lessons, but at the end of the day, we're supposed to still be honoring what's within. And like something, when you say that, something that comes to mind is like, yeah, people in search of this form of perfection, whether it's intimate relationships, friendships, family connections. And yeah, but what is perfect? Do you know what I mean? Like, where are you getting that definition? For me, the, be the best advice I ever get is like, when you leave spending time with that person, do you feel like your cup is full or is it empty? You know, and do you spend more time feeling joy with that person than the lack thereof? And that should probably be like the bare bones of the compass. But before we start blaming all these people who have hurt us, like, let's ask and see, like, have we learned, is there a lesson here? 
was there a mirror here? Because I guarantee you there is one. And 100%. you're going to repeat that same interaction over and over and over again until you figure out the lesson. So it doesn't matter if you're married to the man you're married to now. If you didn't learn the lesson from that relationship, you can leave him for this other spark that you have, but you will repeat that tale in that other relationship until the lesson is learned. So it must be like, you know, those storybooks you used to read in like, um, you know, like grade five and it's like multiple endings. Do you oh, want the to choose your own adventure? There? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like that. It's like, we have all these contracts and if we can get one sorted out, then that's the route that we go. But then it's like, if we can't sort it out, we can choose this alternate ending and we can go here, but the lesson will still remain. It is so fucking complicated. <laughs> I know it jumps all over the fucking place. I feel like this poor podcast, people are like, well, you're not, I don't know. I'm more confused. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? So are we. Um, no, that's, but that's the beauty of it kind of. It's like- That's what I like about it. Yeah, it's never going to make perfect sense. No, but you know what I like? I, and I used to hate this. I'm going to have a sip of water. I used to hate the, the not knowing. And then the looking back and going, oh God, if I could have only seen it in that moment, you know, that this, you know, and that this is what I was supposed to learn and blah, blah, blah. And I could have saved myself a whole lot of grief. I don't do that anymore. Like I'll look back and go, oh, that's what I was. Oh, I get it. I get it. Or if I don't, I, you know, if I do a records reading then I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay, sure. You know? But I, I don't, I don't quibble over lost time anymore, I guess. Nice. And I don't question like, why would I consciously go for that person? You know what I mean? It's, I, I, I instead go, divine timing showed me this person for a reason. And if I got called to figure out my connection with them on a deeper level and go digging, great. But I used to, like, old me would have taken that information, gleaned from the, you know, and, like, put too much emphasis on it. And been like, well, it should have worked here because blah, blah, blah. And it, it would almost, like, I don't want to say break my brain, but it would, like, I would just, I would just run with it and run myself in circles. Yep. If that makes sense. And like the thing that comes up when you say that, cause I did this too, is like, there's this attachment to like a certain outcome or a certain like belief that we've told ourselves. Like I've seen people and I'm like, you know, for better and for worse, people that I've had like chemistry with, but then also people that I fucking hate. And you're like making all these excuses and attachments in your head as to why this is the way that it is. And then it's like, when you see a contract, you're like, it just is what it is. And nothing is lost. Nothing did not work out the way it was supposed to because none of this really matters anyway. It's the show, it's the play. And you're like, oh shit, you know, that one character forgot their lines and we had to sub somebody else in. And you're like, meh, we still all get to go to the after party together. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Sorry, we had to recast halfway through the season, but uh, here we yeah, are. Exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know how you said like, what, did, what was the thing you used to have trouble with? I just put two things in my head, like um, looking back. Well, yeah, because I would just get stuck. I'd be like, okay, yeah. you know, oh my God, it was supposed to be like this and it didn't this okay. time. And oh my God, and why didn't it? And it should have, and is it something I did? You know what I mean? It's yes. like, instead of just going, oh, oh, well, I guess we try it again next time or whatever. It would be like, I would berate myself more. Yeah you know? Yeah. And for me, like my, yeah. Okay. That that's exactly, I couldn't find the word, but for me, the thing that I used to like squabble over all the time is like trying to put things like categorize it. Like it was some sort of linear process and like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I didn't choose that ending. Well, which ending did I choose and which lesson am I learning? Trying to like put all these boxes together and like, and being very analytical about it. And I'm now just being like, it's a fucking web that we created pre-incarnation that is never going to make sense to us fully. So just like, just feel, do you like the relationship you are in? Do you have more joy than not joy? 
you know, do you feel good after you spend time with your friends, family, partners, partner, partners? I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing out there. Either way. That should be, that should be what we're listening to. Like you said in the beginning, like using, you know, our intuition as well and reflecting backwards, but oh, it's, it's complicated. Yeah. The older I get, the more I read, I don't rely on what people say. I don't rely on plans. Um, I rely a lot on reading energy Mm -hmm. because I've met people and I'm like, I should like this person. We have the same interests. We're on the same, you know, timeline. We're like, you know, on the same wavelength, but I can't. And it's like a, it's like, I I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like nails on a chalkboard. Mm -hmm. But like, instead now of forcing myself to being like hanging out with these people or choosing to give my energy to them, I just don't. Mm. Because I'm like, even though on paper, they're everything that we like, we should be getting along, we should be doing the thing. If, it, if it's not, and I guess this is what we're talking about with the consciousness, right? If you're not consciously feeling that connection or it's a energy where it makes you feel, oh, something's off. But I, you know, my, my head says everything's okay. This is where, this is where the feeling things and like dropping in and dealing with your shit comes in because mentally you're telling yourself, well, they haven't done anything to me. We're all, we all like the same things. We're talking about it. So I'm just going to push myself to keep going because it's all in my head when energy doesn't lie. Right. Exactly. And I was going to say something about, oh, and it gets like that tuning inwards and like feeling the energy is like more important now than ever before Mm -hmm. because of social media and the the perfection and and even just like our mainstream media, like movies and, and books and TV, like they showcase these certain perfect endings or fairy tales that simply just like don't exist in real life. It's not real. That will never come to you. That's not even, that's not even a contract ending I have ever seen to date because it's just fucking that ridiculous. So you have to actually feel things because you might be like, I've did this before, like several years ago, I would actually enjoy so much time with my partner. I'd be like, yeah, things are so good. But then like, our relationship is really not traditional. Like it's really not at all like other people's relationships, but we have a really great time in it. And then some people were like, oh, really? Like they didn't do that or that happened. And I would be like, yeah, like what the fuck? Why didn't they help me with that? Or what is that? But like, it actually didn't bother me until I had some other kind of comparison or somebody said something. And then I was like, yeah, I am mad about that. And it's like, are you actually mad about it? Or did someone else tell you that that wasn't right or wrong? Like you have to listen to that, that energy within because relationships are not carbon copies and no kind of relationship is. So it's like tuning out all that outside stuff and using that awareness from within is like how you're going to be able to navigate all of your relationships better. And frankly, I don't think any of us do it very well. Like none of us. I mean, I'm, I mean, like I've made progress since like then to now, but even some of my most aware friends aren't particularly good at that. I don't think. No, there's so much noise about that shit. No. Yeah. Well, I think it's just really hard. Like you say, with the social media thing. And if you haven't listened to our social media episode, it's a couple of weeks back, go check her out. But I don't know. I've been, there's two schools of thought on this. There's people who are like, you can't tell people's energy through their social media. Like that's not even fair, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Mm." but you kind of can though. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it takes a certain level of awareness and tapping in, but I think you absolutely can read energy off social media. In fact, I think social media can tell a lot about a person. And I find the most, I hate this fucking word, but quote unquote, perfection or perfect, beautiful, like aesthetically pleasing stuff are usually the ones that have something underlying 
that's like, mm, I'm feeling something weird off this, mm-hmm. you know? So I prefer, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, there's a certain level of insecurity there or if it's in a, inauthentic or whatever. But when somebody shows me a picture of them after, you know, eating a big old fucking bowl of ice cream and crying, I'm like, that's a real person, <laughs> you know, like that, that's messy. That is, that is absolutely real. You know, I agree. I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. Social media is so messy. And like, we even have to be aware of like what, like aware of even that, like, what are we learning through social media? What are the contracts they're teaching us? Yeah. And it's like, contracts are like probably one of the most significant, like the most significant part of what we're doing in this incarnation, because they will be our healing and they will be our heaviness like the whole way around. So it's also like people try to put these lessons into boxes as well. But like, you know how you even just said, like, I should like this person, but frankly, I just don't like the lesson there isn't to figure out like, why don't I like this person? The lesson probably there is like boundaries and like learning to trust yourself. So there's like lessons on self-trust, lessons on boundaries, lessons on like growth and healing, lessons in love, lessons in balance, lessons in like equality, like there's endless amounts of lessons. Mm -hmm. So like compartmentalizing or trying to figure out what the lesson was, trying to figure out why it didn't work out and all these things. It's like, it's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, you (laughs) could fucking kill a lot of time trying to figure that out. And I don't think that's the intention. I think the intention is very much like the growth that follows the work that you do after any sort of failing or victory is like where the gold is. Totally. Totally. I've been really trying to be very conscious of my consumption Mm. lately. And I'm talking consumption on all levels, um, consumption of who I interact with, who I, um, not that like, if I don't feel anything, I'm not going to engage. I'm just trying to be more aware of what it is that I'm feeling as I'm doing it. Right. So like, I'm conscious of what I'm eating, what I'm buying, what I'm watching on TV, what I'm watching on social media. If I'm being honest, and this is, I mean, I still watch YouTube all the time. I'm, I'm a YouTube girl. I'm a YouTuber. I use market research but i i have not turned on a tv since i've moved hell yeah i've had no desire to turn on a tv since i've moved it's weird that you say that because that's really popped into my awareness recently too like what are you eating and why why are you watching this why do you feel this like and i've had this big pull like it's been something i haven't nest it's just it's happening sort of subconsciously like to consume things that actually like bring me joy, like eating better. I've been watching like a ton of stand up comedy and like, like funny stuff like that. Cause you just sit there and laugh. And like, I have been muting and deleting people on social media. I've taken all my apps off my phone. Like randomly, there's been that awareness. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I've also been becoming increasingly more aware of like that inner saboteur you know the ego coming in and just talking a bunch of shit like because I knew it was there but like it had this this nasty thing about like you know oh like people don't really like you do you know what I mean like people don't want to hear from you or talk to you that little fucker and um yeah so then I was like okay are you fucking serious Kayla like And I, and then sometimes it makes you feel like kind of alone, right? You're like, oh yeah, I'm like so alone. And then I randomly started like just reaching out. Like, I just was like, I'm just going to reach out to people that I actually like give a shit about, you know, and spend time with them. And most of them are just sprinkled all over the world. You know what I mean? Cause Mm -hmm. you know, when you see social media again or expectations or whatever, it's always like, you should be with those people creating memories, you know, going for brunch. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't have that here. Like at all. Not to mention, I can't go out for brunch right now. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just like, well, shit. But then it's like, lots of them are like online. And I just started like slowly reaching out and like, people are like more than happy to hear from you. And like, it's usually like a breath of fresh air for them too. And you're like, like being like hyper aware of when that happens. And it's hard when you're busy. And that's one of my like avoidance, you know, um, techniques of not zooming into the minutiae. I'm just like, oh, I just keep really busy. I don't have to look at this. So breakthroughs are happening folks. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I, there's been a couple people who've popped into my mind the past few days. I'm like, oh, I'm going to text them. And I haven't yet, but I will. Um, but that's again, one of my things I'm dealing with is, you know, of reaching out, you know, I'm so used to, and talking about past lives, like this is, <laughs> this is learned, right. I have to be an Island safer that way right mm -hmm. and I'm just like that's not true this time around so I'm gonna get over it I know and you want to know something crazy that's like it's it's pushed me into this like wanting to connect like I had this this massive aha moment and it happened in my own life it's like I see it you know how you can conceptually understand something you're like like the soul who can read about courage I conceptually understand contracts, reincarnation, you know, love is everything. People like it's all a lesson, not a failure, not a flaw, not a fault. Conceptually, I can fucking understand that. Experientially, I can give way to that negative feeling. But remember that life, I don't think I've ever shared it on here and I'm going to spare people the details because it's all just really gruesome. But remember that life where I was murdered by somebody and then mm -hmm. strangled and choked out for the way that I looked at them? Well, I got to see the lifetime that came before that. And this person, I killed them. I fucking killed them for the way that they looked at me. Oh. Pure blinding rage. But the story was very disgusting. Like, I'm kind of like, I'm like, yeah, that was probably the, the wrong thing to do. But like, I don't, I'm not mad about it. And then I was like, oh my God, we, this person, I know exactly who they are in my current life. I enjoy them. Frankly, I have no hard feelings towards this very tumultuous past that we've had. And I'm like, hmm, what the fuck? I've spent a lot of time being like, oh, like, you know, my ego and my inner saboteur is just like, you're a loser. Nobody likes you. Oh my God. And realizing that like this person after we've done these horrible things to each other we're still kind of like estrangely in each other's lives and like I don't have any hard feelings towards that person like whatsoever and I'm like because it's like I know it was just a show I know it was just something to evolve us and now I'm just like seeing love everywhere in every connection whether it's hateful and difficult whether someone's double crossed me or hurt my feelings or whether it's like everything is just out of love like legitimately you guys that's all there is and again conceptually could understand that I only get it now I'm like there's fucking nothing else mm -mm. no do you know the level of trust that I had to, we had to have in each other those two souls that did that to be able to play those roles for each other in the movie we created no doubt eh? there's Jeez. a fuck ton of trust there and you're just like whoa okay this is crazy and um I told you like all these weaves are coming in I told you like I have this spirit guide I talk to all the time and I'm pretty sure I met the person that my spirit guide is incarnated in in this life I was like what the fuck is going on here like the weaving the understanding is like really coming and now I'm just like oh like there is just like absolutely nothing but love and all of it's for your greater good just like do the work <laughs> figure out what the lesson is damn it the synchronicities are crazy like I am meeting people down here that I'm just like yep okay very cool very cool and so like I can't get over the, the people down here you know how at home <laughs> back in Canada or anywhere really people are just not having a good time and they make sure that everyone fucking knows they're not having a good time. It's like, I'm not going to help you on the side of the road. You got yourself in that mess, your fucking problem, or somebody crosses in front of you 
in the street and like you have to slam on your brakes and they give you the finger, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it's so crazy here. It, it's so peaceful. I've met so many like random people who are like, here's, here's my number. If you have any questions, I'll show you, I'll give you recommendations. Or if you need help, I'll help you out or bliss that. And I'm like, who are you people? Oh my God. That's so cool. And just random, like literally just met them that day, had a chit chat with them. And they're like, Oh no, seriously, what to, I'll put you on my phone. Like what you, you know, it's crazy. Oh God, that's so nice. You know, what's crazy though, that you say that, like something has changed in my worldview where people are suddenly a lot nicer. Like, I don't know if it's like the movement happening, but people are just like coming together. And yesterday or no, on the weekend, I got stuck in my back alley because it's been so snowing here. Like, fuck, I have never been more jealous to be in Mexico, (laughs) stuck in my back alley. And I was just like, it was like impossible. The snow was so deep. I was like, I'm never going to get out of this. And this like guy comes out of his house and he's like, do you need help? And I was like, I really do. Yeah. And like, we just like teamwork this, like this old man came out, this old, this other lady came out and we were all just like pitching and they're like, yeah, here's a fourth car that got stuck back here today. I was like, I'm never coming back down this way ever. And I was just like, man, like, this is awesome because it is, it has been very like in historical, it's just very, yeah, like everyone's miserable and they're going to fucking take you down with them. And I don't know, like something has shifted, at least in my worldview where people are just like so pumped right now love that it's so connected and there's like a few like there's a few like bad eggs you know there always is mm-hmm. but like it's like you just see right through you just see right through it you're like ah, oh, you're just scared yeah or someone didn't praise your hard work today so now you're just going to get mad at everybody else so it's just yeah. like uh things are things are moving people but that's amazing I like really just want that I just, I just want that. I want to like have nice people around and like easygoing and like friendly. And I hope like when we get, like, obviously when we get to like the 5d world, it's going to have to be more peaceful because negativity, intentional negativity is not a vibrational match to fifth dimensional living. No. So it's going to have to cease and desist. And it'll be curious to know what sort of work we do there because oh. karma creating new terrible karma isn't supposed to be a thing that happens in the new world it's mostly like a healing from our past experiences and then creating like a different world and it's like I'm curious to know what that is going to look like me too me too yeah I don't know there's a weird it's a weird vibe lately not a bad vibe just different than I'm used to and it's been very nice man that's amazing (laughs) Did you uh, see, because I, I know that you're in, did you see that uh, our premier here in Saskatchewan is just like over it? Like all the other provinces are just like went back into lockdown and he's like, yeah. nope, we're letting go of every restriction as soon as we can. Yeah, I saw that. Fuck yeah. yeah. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Yeah, I'm like, do you want to be prime minister? <laughs> well, I just can't, like, I just, can I just give a shout out to everybody who's, living in the world right now like what a time to be alive and like talking about contracts we all fucking signed up for this to be here at this time in this particular moment doing this particular thing like how cool is that I literally I I love that I literally was just thinking like like seriously Randy I think we even talked about this like last week I was like I just Like, I just felt like really frustrated with myself. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of all of this? Like, I remember, and it's so blasphemous now. Like, it's just ridiculous that I would say that now that we're at this new pivotal moment. But I was just like, I can't find my fire right now. I don't know why I'm working. I don't know what my long-term goals are. I don't know what to do because nothing is what it used to be. And the things I used to love are now crippled with fear and restriction and, and all this stuff and I'm like I don't even want those things anymore like what am I even doing and then all of a sudden you know it's like you so you ask and you shall receive because then the next week all of this like revolutionary like seriously the day that the age of or sorry the season of Aquarius came in the rebellion just blew up which of course it would because Aquariuses are like the revolutionary humanitarian rebels. Yeah. So they just like snapped out of it. Everyone snapped out of it. And then now there's this like historical 
historical world event taking place in our country. And I'm just like, fucking rights. Like I knew this incarnation wasn't going to be that big. Of, like I knew it was going to be something special. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would I be tuned into this incarnation when I could be in a different one? Since it's not past, it's all happening right now. I was like, could I just go back to my days in Egypt? That was a good one. Like, <laughs> you know, when I was I'm, a pampered princess, I'd like to go back to that one, please. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I wanted that one for sure. I was like, can I go back? And uh, now I'm like, oh, wait, here we go. Like, and I'm so like, honestly, like honored right? to be a part of it because I was reading a book by Dolores Cannon and she said like this lifetime is the big one. This is like historical, even in the cosmos, what's going to happen on this planet in the coming years and now. So like there was a queue longer than you could imagine of souls trying to get in on this, which is why there's so many people on this planet right now anyway, because so many people wanted to come for the big show, but some people didn't make the cut and we did. So suck it bitches. Good for us. We passed auditions. We made it. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> We're on Earth Idol. Woo. <laughs> uh, oh, was good. Yeah. yeah, I just I just think we all deserve a shout out for that. Fuck yeah. Good job, everyone. Well done. Well done. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. So me too. I kind of lost track of what we were actually talking about, but Meh, we always do. We always do. We always do. And I like that. <laughs> it's how we roll. Yep. And like good little gems come out. It's true. And I've actually had people say to me that they like appreciate when we get off topic because it all just weaves in anyway. It, you know, somehow it always, always, always does. And I, <laughs> and I like that. And I yeah. like when I go back and listen to us and I forget that it's us talking. And then I'm like, oh, these people really know what they're talking about. Oh, she sounds smart. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's that's me. us. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. I haven't uh, went back and listened to any of our, the sessions yet that we've done like remote. How are they coming out? Are they okay? Um, I think they're okay. I haven't really, other than when I'm editing, cause I haven't really listened. I haven't been able to listen to anything. I've been too busy since moving, but, um, yeah, I when I edit them and put them on YouTube, they sound good. Oh, great. That's good. So, yeah. <sighs> it's fun. It's all good. Anyway, we could probably leave it here. I feel like we've Yeah. And I was going to say yeah, I think we can leave it here. But if you guys are listening to this and you like have questions about soul contracts or conscious couplings, like let us know because then we know what we can address in future podcast episodes. Oh, yeah. Or if you just have ideas for podcast episodes, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, because like this particular episode was fueled by a question I had from a client. So yeah, if you guys got things you want more information about, like, let us know. We'd be happy to speak as best we can on certain subjects. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know. Cause we like that. All right, kids. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. We appreciate you being here. All right. We will talk to you, well, I guess next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.